ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Diet Time is here. That's right, we're talking about Shark Night on Kill by Kill. Well, greetings and salutations, International Pal Patrick Hamilton, coming to you once again from an unnamed lake in an unnamed state. This is the Kill by Kill podcast, where we are dedicated to celebrating the least discussed component of any horror film, the characters, no matter how loosely they are drawn. And of course, there's only one person I trust that if I need my bikini top back, she will throw it farther into the lake. The one, the only, Gina Radcliffe. How are you doing today, Gina? Um, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god, are we recording? I'm 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 sorry. I I I watched a movie last night of something to do with with sharks attacking college students on a lake, mm-hmm. and and it was really boring. And I fell asleep, and I'm just waking up right now. What are we talking about? Believe it or not, a little ditty called Shark Night 3D. Oh, I don't know if I watched that. <laughs> it would be hard to tell, to be honest with you. Because I, I, um, I, Shark Night, it's, you know, that's probably, you know, really exciting with like constant nonstop action and shark attacks and all, right? Would, I mean, you would think, you would think that this would be wall to wall shark attacks. And it, it comes up with a premise that on paper sounds okay. And then you you kind of have to come down to a, 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 a simple premise that is hard to overcome for any shark movie. And that is, if you don't go in the water, the sharks can't eat you. And this film has a real problem overcoming that. Yeah, these people can't stay out of the fucking water. They cannot stay out of the water. <laughs> they really, really cannot. So I will warn our audience. This episode is either going to be 30 minutes or three hours. I'm not really sure which is going to be. We have nothing to say or everything to say. (laughs) I've never taken less notes and I've never had more to say off the top of my head about one motion picture than Shark Night 3D. I will will sum it up as thus. Uh Uh-huh. When your shark movie is so fucking boring that you have to create human villains in it, that's your your script is not going anywhere, and that yeah. it needs a major rewrite. Where do we even start? Let's. Well, I mean, there's not start. really much other than the incredibly stupid twist. Yeah. There's there's not much of a plot. A you know, a bunch of incredibly gorgeous. You know, even even the the quote unquote nerdy guy is is ridiculous okay so i'll tell you the nerdy guy who the the unlikely hero Uh is fucking ted from schitt's creek there's a gag in 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 the in the the show where he takes his shirt off and he's like incredibly ripped yeah he's still ripped here too but he's supposed to be the kind of you know you know shy nerdy guy who you know just doesn't know how to approach the 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 girl he likes maybe you just need to stand there (laughs) They take your shirt off and just present yourself. Yeah, I think I mean, that would go a long way. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you know, let's bring the nerd along and the nerd's roommate on our trip to 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 the lake. Yes. Um. <laughs> uh. I. Well, of course. Uh. We're talking about Nick. Is is his character here? He's pre med, post fuck boy. 
and <laughs> also very good at video games. He's wearing a Tulane t-shirt because I don't know, Tulane gave them a kickback. They're like, oh my God, we got to get Tulane college. Yeah, out. and and they have a very meaningful shot of Tulane University's like, uh, you know, the, the entryway. Like, it's very important that this is, you know, <laughs> it's you mentioned this Monday, say it's Louisiana. Uh, yeah. You know, but it's, you know, it's a sort of Louisiana where the, the, heroine is supposed to be from this little you know shit poke town in in louisiana she's the only one who doesn't have an accent like right. the the you know everybody else she encounters you know it, it's the fucking you know as as is usually the case in terrible movies is yeah. you know you know dueling banjos is practically playing in the background and people are like missing teeth and all and and she just looks like she'd come from southern california yeah, that uh, the main character is named Sarah. She's played by Sarah Paxton. And as, as the movie went on, I kept thinking, of, remember that Reese's peanut butter cup commercial where you're like, you got your chocolate and my peanut butter. You got your peanut butter and my chocolate. And it's like, you got your haunted doll movie in my killer shark movie. She just <laughs> has a plate, just there's no expression on her face the vast majority of the time. It doesn't matter if she's, witnessing a shark killing a friend or she's just staring across a kitchen at somebody it's the same look and to think that this came out the same year as the innkeepers something she is very good in it's she like she gave it's like she gave everything she gave all of her energy to that <laughs> and had and nothing left for this movie which is you know which is fine because this movie does not deserve energetic actors in it <laughs> Well, someone who's giving too much energy to this movie is Joel David Moore, who seems to be a good decade older than everyone else in it, and then mysteriously shows up in a hat, and Becky turned to me last night and said, do they think that hat ages him down? And <laughs> I did not have an answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, this is our this is our, our, our favorite thing at Kill by Kill is... is a bunch of people going on a trip together that that you know, seem like you know, any other time they would not give each other the time of day. Yes, I would be much happier if it turned out in the end that Sarah was a part of the shark eating group and that she had lured people she wanted to have eaten. That's the only thing that really that, that would actually it, it's still stupid, but that would actually make sense. Yes, you know, here it turns into some sort of you know, it's a little bit of a money making scheme. But it's also a little bit of a revenge scheme, and and it, it's just like it 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 is so stupid. It's probably one of the most contrived twists I've ever seen in a horror movie, and I've seen a lot of contrived twists. Yeah, I, just to just to come right out and say it, we have had uh, on this show again another kill by kill trope, a long series of people who have convoluted planes that never add up to dollar sign dollar sign dollar sign. We finally have one. Let's film people getting eaten by sharks and sell it. Because it's apparently, an actual because, scheme. Because apparently, there's there's a, a a huge audience for live footage of people being eaten by sharks. Right. So, so we're we're kind of we're skipping way to the end with the twist of the movie. <laughs> yeah, so there's no plot to this. Who fucking cares? This like we're, this vac this you know kind of you know lakeside vacate tourist spot. Yeah. Where nobody else is there. This is a, no. it, it's just this, this this group of college students who you know, are spending a weekend at this house where it is established several times they don't have any cell phone service, yes. but they also don't have a landline. 
they don't also have a CB or or you know something to to communicate with the outside world should an emergency occur. Yeah, she yeah, grew they, up there. They they need a way to access like it, people. They, it, it can only be accessed by boat. <laughs> there's no way you can simply you know even though there's clearly forest area around. Yeah, yeah. You, you you can't just you can't walk somewhere in 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 the you know case of an emergency. You you have to depend on a boat and getting other people out there to to help. Yes, but yes. So this plan involves residents of the town, several residents of the town, including the sheriff, played by God only knows why, Donald Logue. I don't know, man. He needed the house payment. I don't I, know what gambling, is, but boy, gambling, he gambling debts, something or other. Who who <laughs> who has some sort of you know beef against you know people who come to the who tourists who come to the town? Yes, which is interesting to me because he kind of sort of blames Sarah for this, even though Sarah grew up there. So she's not actually a tourist. You know, this is somebody he's known since she was a little girl, but suddenly he's decided sometime in the past year or two, he has some sort of black hatred for her and people of her ilk. Also because, you know, he's tired of being the sheriff, which I didn't know this was a lifetime position you have to take. Yeah. Where it seems to me that if you hate your job enough that you are now resorting to murdering people, that, yeah. that may be time to not do that job anymore. It's but, a uh, weirdly but, unpopulated town. Like, there's three people who live there. Yeah, but uh, but I, and they're all involved in this shark-eating scam. Everyone. Which, in, which involves filling this lake with 46 sharks. <laughs> all of which have all of which are different species of sharks. Yeah. How how they're not immediately dropping dead or eating each other in this, you know, in this lake. A lake. A lake. A lake. So what yeah. is the ecosystem? Like how are these how are these sharks subsisting what are they, when what are they not they, getting human meals? Yeah. What are they living on when they're not having pe- people fed to them? The <laughs> sharks have cameras strapped to them bolted to them by all appearances how how do they do how did they do that they don't explain that they they yeah. they, they have caught the sharks strapped cameras to them and dropped them into this lake where they apparently regularly eat people <laughs> and yet this is not a a matter of of you know national concern the opening has a a, a girl uh getting eaten by a shark and if you've seen jaws guess what you've seen this sequence well, only she's not allowed to be nude. No, because um, it's a PG thirteen, and oh boy, does it look it! Yeah, <laughs> every every single second of it, they might as well have PG thirteen superimposed over. My my, the my favorite image. part of my favorite part of this, and when I say favorite, I mean oh my god, this is so stupid. Is is there's a scene where uh uh um what's her face, the American Idol girl, Catherine McPhee, Catherine who, McPhee yeah. who I guess this is supposed to be her. You know, major acting debut. She's, she's not your daddy's Catherine McPhee anymore. She's got a she, nose piercing and a back tat. So you and know a, she's and, bad and news. A, and a shag haircut. <laughs> and she is ter- she is terrible in this. Um, <laughs> her and uh, the the girl first girl gets killed off Maya. I think there's yeah. there's a point where they're they're they are changing into their bikinis. They start pulling their shirts off, and they're like, "Oh wait, it's PG 13 Back to the camera, wink. You know, and it's just like I'm just like, oh my god. And and you know, I know a lot of our horror, our fellow horror fans have done a fair amount of grumbling about PG thirteen horror. 
yeah. and how and how much it kind of limits what you can show. And and you know, I don't entirely think that it is impossible to make a good PG thirteen horror movie. It is impossible to make a good animal PG thirteen animals attack horror movie. Yes, because I, well, no, this nobody is proof for sure. Yeah. Nobody is watching these things for the plot. <laughs> You know, people are watching these things to see people get at by animals. Yes. Right. Yes. I mean, I had more enjoyment this week watching that the Suicide Squad trailer and watching a shark man rip a guy in half. That was amazing. That, that was amazing. That was a three second clip, like a barely a blip in a three minute trailer. And it was infinitely more entertaining than anything I watched in Shark Night 3D. Yeah, so th- th- this is an extremely, you know, unlikely to sustain itself plan <laughs> that Sheriff Donald Logue as Sarah's ex-boyfriend and Sarah's ex-boyfriend's redneck... shark tooth man. Partner? Is Boy do you know Friday? Who, do you know who that is? Uh, it's it's the guy from Blair Witch who gets it's, stuck in the corner. It's no no no. It's the other guy. It's oh. uh it's the guy who gets his like tongue ripped out. The one the one that disappears. Oh. It's Joshua. Oh okay. okay. I did not recognize him. I hope he that's I hope that's not what he looks like now, because because time and life have not been kind <laughs> to him otherwise. It's not his best look. Now he has had a, a pretty steady indie film career. Over the years, where he's had, he has out of any of the that threesome of Blair Witch, he's had the longest career. Well, well, Heather became a a professional pot grower, from what well, I understand. Yeah. She had a skill, and, yeah. and she went into it. Uh, not everyone can build a, an acting career based on how much snot you can place into a camera lens. Uh, not to denigrate her performance in that movie, because I think a lot of that movie is built on her performance. But yeah, when you meet a guy who's got legit shark teeth in his mouth, that's not on the low. You're not a low-key villain. No. That's immediately, I got to get away from that dude. And and we find out that there's a stupid, complicated backstory between Sarah and her ex-boyfriend where he, I only, I actively lost interest by the time <laughs> she was explaining oh, to no, i have a whole rant on this so please you go you set it up and i'll knock it down i did i she she was trying to break up with him and and she fell into a out of the out of a boat and he was going to let her drown and she got back in the boat and tried to drive it away and ran over his face yes and and you know took him to the hospital and then and then never saw him again he has apparently rather than calling the cops on her or suing her wealthy family, which is often referred to. Yes. He's decided he's going to bide his time and wait for her to return so he could feed her to a shark. It's a simple plan. I think we all <laughs> felt that. When your high school significant, you know, that love you think is going to last forever and then it doesn't. And then you attempt to murder them. Because that's what this comes down to, Gina. This story that she tells. And she sits down and tells Dustin Milligan, okay, so uh, I was with him and, you know, I looked up to him and he was so beautiful. And then we went diving all the time. And then we went down and I noticed that I didn't have any oxygen and I just saw him drifting away from me. That's called attempted <laughs> murder. Okay. And this is, she's recounting this as if it is somehow her fault that the dive master she was dating did not check 
her oxygen in her tanks before they went down and just swam away from her on purpose against the buddy system, just swam away from her. She somehow manages to get to the surface back in the boat, start the boat, and he his face is in the fucking propeller. And somehow this is her fault. Which also if he, if he survived attempted murder. Which which also, I mean, if you're a, a professional diver, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know anything about diving. I mean, I'm a pretty good swimmer, but I've never been like scuba diving or anything like that. Right. I'm pretty sure that your know, first day of lessons on being a professional diver is don't swim near the the boat propeller. <laughs> yeah, because it might start up. Like well, the, the, most, the, the most hilarious thing about this is, you know, you would expect this guy to look like the Phantom of the Opera, to have like, you know, this huge, like, you know, <laughs> you know uh, uh, disfiguring scar yeah. down one side of his face. No, he's still devastatingly good looking. He's just got yes. this kind of scar around his one eye. But it's not even like it's not even like a it, it, whoever his plastic surgeon was. They 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 did amazing work <laughs> because he and, still looks like a, he still looks like a male model. Yeah, even if you're anti scars on the face, you look you look south, and he still has Chris Carmack's entire torso. <laughs> I mean, this guy makes scars look good. Yeah, <laughs> just literally just tore. Up. He's just ripped with an inch of his fucking life. Well, everybody is. This is this is. Movies, it's like, yep, here's some here's some regular college students the audience can relate to. You know, they 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 have maybe a combined amount of fat on their bodies of about you know five grams, yeah. you know. <laughs> it is it is wild. Uh, uh, the only the only one who's in in even remotely poor shape is Joel David Moore, who's just like TV ready. And he's like, the only one that he, he's the only one that take his yeah. shirt off. <laughs> he just refuses, like it's in his contract. I am not taking my shirt off around these guys. And you know what? I don't blame him. Also, he may be a top five worst character. Like, I could not wait for him to be swallowed. You know, I, the I, movie I, has the balls to not have him swallowed. You know, I, I, these characters are so generic to me. And, and, you know, yeah, they had the usual, like, like, you know, sparring with each other. And, mm. and they made so little impression on me that I'm like, no, nah, there's another one dead. Yeah. You know, no. I mean, I, I think, it, you know, I think the only time, you, you know, the, the script ties to remotely zag on the audience is you're thinking, oh, of course the black guy dies first. Like, no, the black guy's just injured. He dies later. But, like, he doesn't. <laughs> he dies in pieces. <laughs> he technically, oh, my God. I, I, If this movie had had the courage to be kind of funny, uh-huh. I, I would have loved it if, if Malik, the character who manages to, with one arm, spear a shark to death. Yes, but 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 if but if he every time he had another shark account, he just comes back missing another body part and, and just uh, hobbles back into battle. I think uh, that would be the best result. And, and then he's just like a torso with a head on it by by the end of the movie. Like somehow he survives, but he's like a torso. <laughs> but instead, scratch. instead because they have no idea what to do with his character after a certain point, he just sort of gives up and falls into the water, which I, <laughs> I have no idea. It's like, I just. Oh my God! Um, first, uh, first off, he's not only an incredible athlete, but apparently is a wakeboarder pro who is. Oh my God! <laughs> I mean, kudos to uh, whoever the stunt person was, or if it was this actor. I, I don't know either way. 
whoever is doing those those wakeboarding stunts hat off it's the most entertaining portion of this motion picture to watch that guy flip around but then somehow it, we get these uh two shots and it's it's a weird and analogous thing here where the the cold opens uh what the cold open is in jaws and then the most famous kill outside of a helicopter from Jaws 2 is also replicated here, only now it's on a lake with a wakeboard. But whenever you see the wakeboard from underneath the surface, it seems there's no tricks. It's just like someone scooting a wakeboard along in a bathtub with a hairdryer creating the bubbles. <laughs> now, see, I thought that this, I thought that was it was uh, more evocative of there was a scene in Jaws 3D where like a shark is chasing oh. around like uh you know, water skiers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, which but they're, definitely... they're water skier in two, so it's like. Oh, that's true. They, that's true. They, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They plussed Jaws two by going instead of one water skier, it's a pyramid of water skiers. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still like, I still don't think that makes a lot of sense. I but just but yeah, no, but but you know, and also you know, Malik, you know, originally we think he got it, but but not yet. That comes no. later. Um, <laughs> But we also get one of my favorite things is when someone, you know, goes underwater and doesn't come back, a character yeah. says, hey, stop playing around, <laughs> which, is like, which is whatever they're doing, they're not going to hear you because yeah. they're under because they're underwater. It's two movies in a row. People are like, are you in trouble when someone's splashing <laughs> around? It's like, yes, they're in obvious trouble. That's what splashing around like that in the water is. And also it's and, not a conversation. And Malik is such a remarkable athlete that he manages to, with one arm, outswim a shark. <laughs> There's a lot of one arm swimming in this motion picture. He's not the only one. Joel, da- <laughs> Joel David Moore gets shot in the shoulder, gets a diehard injury, and just swims towards a tree. And every once in a while, he's like, ouchie. But that's about <laughs> it. Just no, no one seems to respond to the loss of a limb. But Malik's journey from... I got my arm eaten off to standing at the edge of the lake with a fucking spear. Well, Malik had a read, you know, his, 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 his beloved who has about, you know, three lines of dialogue in the movie. Yes. Most of them like, most of them like, Oh my God, Malik. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty much the, the extent of her impact on the movie. Yeah. You people know, she, respond to her. That's how you know she's not a ghost, but otherwise you might think that she's simply haunting the image of this motion picture. Yeah. She uh, falls out of the boat because several times, you know, <laughs> because that happens to a lot to, to people in this movie, they get knocked out of various boats. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, going back to, to Malik's initial injury. And again, he's mm-hmm. injured several times. <laughs> it, it, it's, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of um, the one character in the, the remake of evil dead. Yeah. Who yeah. just keeps comically, I mean, it's gruesome and I don't think it's meant to be funny, but, but it felt funny to me that he just kept getting injured the most horrific ways. But yeah, yeah Malik, you know, he gets his arm bitten off. He gets bitten a few more times. And then, and then again, he just like, all right, I've had enough. And just, you know, barrel, you know, goes ass over tea kettle into the water. Uh, and that, that's the last we see of him. But be the initial time he's injured, we have a character who I don't even remember his name. The the other blonde guy. Uh, uh, oh, uh, I have it written down. The, Blake. He Blake. has an okay ass. The one. The one on the yeah. The one on the jet ski. Um, mm-hmm. He for some reason just does not like Nick, and I guess because they both like Sarah, whatever. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, it's not developed. It's never. It's honestly never talked about. Right. I but thought I, they were going to make Blake into some sort of 
romantic rival or anything. He just exists in a vacuum. Like, and he just he just bitches a lot of the t- a lot of the time. But <laughs> one of my favorite lines in the movie is you know, they bring Malik, you know, they start, you know, trying to, you know, treat Malik's injury. You know, it's established several times that Nick is pre-med. So, you know, as, as far as everybody else is concerned, he knows exactly what to do in any situation, such as when having somebody get their arm bitten off by a shark. Yeah. You know, for some reason, Blake decides he's going to take that moment to blame Nick for the accident, saying, you ran over Malik's arm. When they are about... 50 yards away from when when Malik falls off his waveboard. Yes, because the rope is out. Like, there's a sequence of events that he and Maya are both looking out the back of the boat and observe that Malik has fallen into the water, raise the flag, and, and then hit this guy on the neck on the shoulder and go, he's down. You observed what happened. So you can't now say you ran over this guy because you would have fucking noticed if you ran over the guy. He would have had to back up. How do you even run over someone who's on a who's on a waveboard? <laughs> They'd have to like stand there and let you come towards them. You'd have to throw your arm into the propeller. It doesn't make a lick of fucking sense. Yeah, there, there's just these several just manufactured conflict moments that that don't make any sense. Like later in the movie, you know, after you know more of them have gotten killed. Mm-hmm. You know, Catherine McPhee's character just abruptly turns to Sarah and says, this is your fault. You brought us here. All right. I don't, I mean, I understand you're supposed to be hysterical, but, but, yeah. you know, I, I don't understand why, what would you know, compel someone to, you know, blame the person whose house they're staying at for there being, you know, an incident on the water. And yet she is to blame. So in a sense, she's right and she's wrong. Well, I don't think, I don't think that, 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 uh, Dennis, this is the, uh, the, the bad ex-boyfriend. His, yeah. His, his name is Dennis. His uh, name is Dennis. Yeah. I, 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 why do I remember these characters' names? Jesus Christ. I, I should, <laughs> I should not remember. It's been like, it's been like, you know, 18 hours since I watched this movie. It should be completely gone in my mind at this point. But, but I think I was just kind of angry at how, at how boring it was. <laughs> you know, I watched, I watched Justice, the, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League on Friday. Right. And and mm-hmm. that was a very boring movie at times. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I felt every minute of, of that four hour and five minute runtime. I only made it to the uh, Nordic dirge and sweater sniffing. Once you, I mean, listen, I understand sniffing Aquaman's sweater. I just didn't like the way it happened, and I knew at that moment, no matter how many other people were going to talk about this and how interested I might be in whatever the end result is. I just can't handle it. And I just had to pull the shoot and go, you know what? I have other things to watch. Right. You know, and, and, and I probably wouldn't have watched it. Not that I was working from home anyway, but that's sure. neither here nor there, but yeah. it, it is at times a, 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 you know, a not very exciting movie, but <laughs> there's, you know, there's always something interesting to look at. Yeah. You go a couple minutes of boredom are usually, you know, made up for by you know, a, a pretty decent action scene. So, you know, it kind of balanced it out, you know, it balanced it out pretty well. Here, there's just nothing to compensate for just, you know, the fact that just nothing happens. It takes, it takes almost a half an hour before these people encounter a shark. Yeah. You, I mean, you've got, you've got the, you've got the shark attack at the beginning. It, it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. Again, obviously it's an homage, wank, wank, wank to Jaws. You know, I mean. <laughs> 
But then you've got, you know, well, let's establish these characters and let's establish that there's some possible bad guys here. Why do we need bad guys? It's a shark movie. I mean, even even in even in, in Jaws, you know, the mayor wasn't exactly a villain. He mm. was just sort of he was a bureaucrat. Right, right. You know, and but he wasn't like he wasn't actively deliberately trying to kill these people. Well, I think this movie is trying to merge a couple of worlds. And one of them is it's it's attempting to be a slasher and a shark movie. Right. And it kind of as a result, it ultimately fails at being both. Right. But it's also a, a, a movie that doesn't have, you know, the courage to go far enough. Now, I don't like animal deaths in movies. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, 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 it's so reluctant to, you know, go too far with something that somehow, you know, the sharks don't eat dogs. Well, I, Sherman is a hero. And oh, I absolutely! I, 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 I didn't want through the mud. I didn't want Sherman to die. I'm just saying it. It felt a little like they, were, you know, th- th- this movie pulls a lot of punches. Yeah, yeah. you know, it it, it 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 sets itself up particularly with the the you know the 3D aspect, which you know I didn't get because I watched it on my television. You know, obviously I could see you know what parts were meant to be 3D, and you know. Um, but they're very obvious what parts were meant. To yeah, be. I mean, there, at least at least you could say there isn't a lot of like in Friday Thirteenth Three D like things thrust into the camera. There's not There's a lot of few poking at you, poking at you, poking at you effects. Right, I but think there, because there, ultimately it was a three D conversion and not designed to be a three D movie. There is a lot of, for whatever reason, sped up moments. Which oh my god, there's an entire you are watching someone drive somewhere for which, three minutes sped up. Which must I don't know have why. which must have been hell watching <laughs> this on watching this in 3D on a movie screen. I want to because I have to wear because I wear glasses, I have to mm. wear 3D glasses. Not I mean 3D has kind of fallen out of favor at this point, but but sure. But it was a thing for a couple of years. Um I would have to wear the 3D glasses over my glasses, which is always such a good look. But it almost invariably gave me a headache. I I mean yeah. I, I, I I enjoyed it, but you know, I always left, you know, need, need to go to the Excedrin afterwards. See, I, I got to the point where I had the thing that clipped over your glasses. So they're the 3D lens that clip onto your glasses. And that's what I use to watch 3D movies at home because I have the last 3D uh, television that they ever made. Yeah, no, see, I actually like home 3D. I think it actually works. I've never, I've never experienced it. So I, 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 that is the only reason this movie exists is because, well, we needed a shark attack movie in 3D. And then they deliver the worst digital sharks you can ever see. Like occasionally they'll have a good shark puppet at the end with Sarah in the cage. They obviously spent some money to make that, you know, great white puppet. And that, that like that works like that's like, oh, that's a shark movie. But whenever you see a digital shark, it just looks like it, it might as well be in outer space. It might as well be in a tornado, a sharknado, as it were. It's no better than that. Yeah, like there's a scene when Blake is riding the jet ski. Uh, there's a <laughs> oh big, you, yeah, this is supposed to be the big, you know, you know let's make, here's, good, here's when the audience is going to scream, uh-huh. you know, by having the, the, you know, this airborne fucking shark. You leap out of the water like Shamu and 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 knock him knock him off the jet ski and presumably eat him. Yeah, and it's so fucking fake looking and 
it, it, like it's it, it it just it blows my mind how fake looking this shark is in, in this particular scene. It, it is egregiously bad in this scene. It's really not helped that they shot it day for night, and then they have a terrible time darkening the sky to the point where whatever filter they put on it is not complete. So it's just like masking people in a halo of darkness around obvious daytime shooting. Yeah, it constantly, and, it constantly looks like it's 5 a.m. Yes. And it's really, like really, really poor. I, I, I don't know if that was a budgetary thing, a time thing, whether or not they, re, you know, sort of shuffled the, the deck chairs here where they're like, originally this was supposed to happen at dawn because it's been a long night. I don't know what it is, but the fact that Malik, a character who's gone from having his arm bitten off to being goddamn Aquaman spearing a shark to death with one arm and probably the most believable kill in the entire movie. And then they put him on the back of this jet ski, tie him to his friend, and they're like, get him to the hospital finally. And he just like gives up. He's like, you know what? I see a shark time for me to go this is my destiny of all the i've given up on life kills we've covered in this movie this is the most inexplicable and he doesn't even tell the guy he's just like time for me to go he's like Loosh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets at and <laughs> this guy turns around and he's like oh i gotta go back for my friend so it doesn't even work like your sacrifice did nothing no. nothing no and I mean, maybe, I guess maybe that was supposed to be what he was doing. Like kind of, you know, well, I'll, I'll get the shark off of, off our tail by, you know, feeding myself to it. Yeah. Is that, is that, do you think that's what it was? Or cause, cause I don't know. He just looks so, he, pick, he just looks so like, you know, exhausted and despondent. He just like, just like I've, I've seen enough. I've seen enough of this world. I've, I've seen what you've seen one shark mouth. You've seen them all. I lived through it. You know what? It's just time to go. That first shark should have finished the job. I don't have anything to live for now that Maya got eaten off of a, a dinghy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I mean, that poor actress is given nothing to do. If you counted her lines, you you would you would run out of hands before you ran out of fingers. All of it is poor. I can't believe uh, so many people have suggested this movie to us. In the five years that we have been really like in yeah. a in a hey you guys will like this you'll watch any you, old shit well i think <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible you'll you'll rant and rave about how terrible this is well guess but what job well done yeah it happened are you happy in, in a sense <laughs> it is the worst movie for us to cover in another set because there's like no details to it like out once you leave tulane college it lacks detail yeah, there's not even any like really like bizarre background things or anything like that. It's like this very generic house on a lake. I mean, yeah, you could really you could spend you a good amount of time ranting about the the plot contrivance of you know a house owned by a wealthy person that has no way to communicate with the outside world. <laughs> yes, that you were raised on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that you have a swimming pool, an outdoor swimming pool. Who's in, who's maintaining that outdoor swimming pool? In, in the middle of nowhere you know that that you know you could you could spend another you know 15 minutes or so you know ranting about maya is is killed and it does not occur to anybody hmm perhaps we should notify the authorities in some way <laughs> oh no no this is my this might be my favorite this might be the whole reason we're talking about this movie so at the end of the sequence in which maya is knocked out of the boat 
she is clinging onto a dinghy. They're trying to drive her to safety and she just gets at right off of it. They get bumped by a shark and the boat flies into a, a pump station on the end of the dock of Sarah's house. And it goes up in an earth shattering ball of flame. Like they poured a lot of gasoline to that explosion. Not 10 minutes later, they're like, we got to tell people we're here. Light off a flare. You know what was a giant fucking flare? <laughs> the explosion. Yeah. No one saw it. It's also, you know, the kind of town that has, you know, one parentheses, one sheriff, and apparently no nobody else, you know, working this police department. I no. mean, I, I I went to high school in a very small town. It, it, yeah. it was probably about, it was less than 5,000 people. Mm -hmm. we, we had a police force. <laughs> we, we didn't have just one. I mean, yeah, there might have, it's not, you know, the NYPD, but there was like, you know, a, a sheriff and, and, you know, some deputies, some, some people whose job it was to, you know, look out for certain parts of the town. We, we yeah. didn't have one sheriff who was usually busy drinking and rocking out the heavy metal because because <laughs> his love of heavy metal is what's considered in this movie to be a character trait. Yes, that's, that's what that's what he brings to the table. Uh, it's I mean, just, the it's, kind it's, of sheriff that hops out of a boat without mooring it to a dock. He just like lets it drift into the dock. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's some fucking decisions made in this motion picture. I just think it's funny that that uh, you know for, for whatever reason the the fact that this you know forty five year old southern man liking heavy metal was considered you know very funny. Like this <laughs> this was. This was a this was a joke that the sheriff likes heavy metal music, and it's like, um, I that's very plausible to me. Why is yeah, he has a preference in what CDs he purchases. This is not you know the you know, character. I guess what would have been quote unquote funnier if he was like you know would have been like if he was listening to like the Spice Girls or something. Yeah. But, but you know, a a forty five year old man enjoying heavy metal music, it's like yeah, that kind of tracks. You know, I would really love it if his character had been some sort of Brit pop. Uh, you know, proponent is like, no, 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 you don't understand. From 1989 to 1997, no one ruled the charts like the British. I'm going to break it all down for you. And he just ranted and raved about that. That would be fantastic. Well, like, yeah, like a, have the balls to do that. Like a, like an American psycho, you know, thing with like Huey Lewis in the news, you know, he just, <laughs> this whole monologue about Frankie goes to Hollywood or something, you know. I mean? <laughs> But no, I mean, this is supposed to be some sort of punchline that though this goofy middle-aged man enjoys heavy metal music. It's like, yeah, a lot of goofy middle-aged men like heavy metal music. What is the joke? <laughs> what, you know, what Throw is them on the pile. Like, yeah, we have an endless amount of this. Yeah, what is the joke supposed to be here? I have the Blu-ray just running in the background, and it came up to the let's put on bikini top scene. And even that is ramped up the same way the driving sequence is. I, I can't. Have, I can't imagine how awful of the eyes that must have been, in in, uh, in, in a theater. It's almost as if like the director wasn't going to get paid, and this was it was exactly ninety minutes. <laughs> just like you have to add in all this driving footage, you have to extend and make putting on bikini tops boring and elongated with no nudity attached to it. I just want to say, for the record, like this director. Let's run down a couple of his other movies. He has one of the better and the worst Final Destination movies. So he has Final Destination 2 and The Final Destination 4. So he, he had two uh, swings at the bat, hit a, hit a home run with one, and absolutely whiffed to the point that he spun around in a tornado 
like goofy at the bat in a baseball game. He has snakes <laughs> on a plane, which is not good. You know, I can, I can honestly say I've never seen that. I, it, it, it's one of those movies that I got so tired of hearing about it that I was like, nope, I, I, I in protest, I am not watching this movie. You don't make a movie out of an internet meme. Just don't do it. <laughs> Just no. It was much funnier as an idea than an actual reality. So he's fucking all over the place in terms of whether or not he actually can make a motion picture. Because if you told me this guy had also made Final Destination 2, I would have been like, come on, really? No fucking way. Was he on drugs? Did he do this with like, you know, they'd strapped a bomb to his wife's neck and said, if you don't make Shark Night, her head blows off. Like, like he's in Suicide Squad. <laughs> That's the only real concept that I can buy. And, and you know, I, I was reading, I was reading the Rotten Tomatoes page for it, and and the reviews are overwhelmingly bad. Mm. I, I, one uh, I, one I, when I particularly appreciated said that it was sort of like you smelling like something so bad you want other people to smell it. The movie is so bad you want other people to see it just so you know they can they can affirm your 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 belief that it's a very bad movie. Yeah, a shared experience so that you understand your trauma. Sure. Yeah, but a couple of the positive reviews were like, "Oh well, you know what you're getting into with a movie like this." It's like, yeah, I know, and I didn't get it from this movie. Yeah, I think that's the main problem. Yeah, you don't get what you want from this movie. And and if you're trying to say that there's you know, no, that it's impossible to make a good animal attack movie. I'd say, well, try. Tr- have you have you considered watching Jaws? <laughs> I think a lot of people watch Jaws and they think that's easy enough to do. I just put people in the area in which sharks are going to eat them, and instantly fear erupts. And it's just not true. I mean. Weirdly enough, this is analogous to what we'll be covering next week in, in some respects, with the exception of the environmental element of it. It's, it's people sort of trapped in a location surrounded by water, but the results are so diametrically different. And the cast in next week's episode is so much smaller. So it's it just will show you that like if you actually pay attention to the details and build suspense you can make a really really good animal attacks movie and shark night 3d isn't it the only thing i want to add to the whole reviews is that the new york times referred to this as uh the new entry in the emerging bobbing and bloodbath genre (laughs) it's not even that though it's not that bloody of a movie and a lot of the blood is CGI, so it's not even, yeah. it, 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 you don't even get that visceral impact. I mean, even Anaconda, for God's sake. And I, I'm pretty sure Anaconda, was that, a, was that rated R? Yes. It yes, was rated it R. It absolutely was. Yeah. Okay. It, it's not a great movie. It's not a good movie. But right. at least, you know, the thing that you're there to see it for. It's an Anaconda delivery system. Right, which is which is people getting et by big animals. Yes. Those parts are pretty good. Yeah. I mean, even slugs, right? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously a much gorier film. Slugs is slugs is it's just so silly, you can't help kind of liking it. Again, again, it's not good, but <laughs> but no. it, it's got such a sort of weird, you know, it, it's just its own weird thing that you, you you kind of appreciate it. Yes. I would put this, you know, this is like up there with like now I won't even say prophecy, because prophecy is another thing altogether. Yeah. 
yeah. that it is trying very hard to you know have a you know a, a capital V capital I very important message. <laughs> yes. Which you know, it, it, Shark Knight isn't even trying for that. It is you know here's a bunch of beautiful people you're gonna get see you know tore up. It was like no, you don't actually see them get tore up. You 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 see them swimming. Cut to you know sometimes it's stock image of a shark swimming in the water. That you 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 see their arms flailing and they see a little you know a little cloud of blood. That that that's they get it. snapped up like a seal where the shark just sna- you know swallows them whole in midair, and you're like okay but then like the fifth time you see that it sort of erases the impact it just doesn't have the imagination to make the number of shark attacks you need here work because it's not horrific enough jaws a pg movie a child gets eaten in a blood fountain and here you don't even get that it's just it's very anemic and i wish it had gone farther with all of it all of it should be as a crazy a decision as joshua leonard walking around with fucking shark teeth like that's a choice baby and are they trying to apply it like there's like one scene where it's like it's like is he a vampire what is he is he as is he like is he like ted bundy where he's like killing people and like and like biting them i i, I again i, I when when you're you know, your when your animal mo- attack movie is so boring that you have to create human villains, that <laughs> is a problem. I mean, I think it was honestly by design. I don't think it was a. They weren't going for the excuse that it, it had been flooded and that sharks had come in there. They wanted to make this hybrid slasher, exploitation, Texas chainsaw sort of thing. And then when you create that sort of element, there's uh, an internal set of metrics that you set for yourself of what you want out of something like that. And because the goal was to make this for teenagers, you're not going to get that. Not that teen horror is bad, not in any way, shape, or form. You just have to construct a very specific type of movie that's going to get a PG-13 rating that's still going to thrill you. If, if you're going to lighten up on blood, you have to pump up the action. You just have to do something. And this movie can't decide exactly what it wants to do or how it wants to do it. And it puts a lot of pieces in place and just can't pay those things off. It's also a movie uh, like Friday the 13th, the remake, where the entire town is subsisting now on the idea that they're going to they're going to make money on this shark victim economy <laughs> which which is like i you know how like when you when you watch a movie and you it has a twist in it and you watch it you're like yeah okay that's that mm. I, I i'll accept that yeah and then like you know later you'll be thinking about it like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense <laughs> you know i was yeah, i was movie. i was actively saying that while they were explaining how the sharks got there and why they were there yeah because i don't see how after the i don't know second or third shark attack that that how how long this would be sustainable how do you import all of the sharks like how how is it that the, how is it that the great white shark didn't eat all the other sharks right i mean that i mean of course of course the, the final confrontation was with a great white shark of yeah. course it is you're building up to it the entire but there's no way that a great white shark is going to sustain itself in a lake <laughs> It's easy pickings, I guess. I don't know. What did it's, Sheriff Donalogue 
think was going to happen when this entire group of college students comes to this town for you know, to to you know, one of them who is a resident yeah or, or at least she was at some point whose family owns property in the in the town and apparently is very well off what would what do you think was going to happen when these people come to this town and they all get eaten by sharks did he not occur to them that that maybe you know the sarah's father might do an investigation yeah. might might ask some questions might maybe you know shut the lake down you see hey there's a lot of sharks in here maybe i'll do something about that yeah maybe i'll call my friend the senator and he'll have an investigate like there's a whole bunch of things where you can't endlessly have shark victims in this it doesn't make any fucking sense the 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 reliance on we don't have a signal here is so contrived that that it's like okay so what none of you told anybody where you were going yeah, this place has a fucking pool and a gas station for your boats, but you never thought to put up a cell tower? Come on. Or even a, just a CB radio or, yeah. or, or something. It, it, this is 2011 this movie took place in. Yeah. You you I mean I mean I realized that, that by that point a lot of people, you know, phased out landlines in their house because they had cell phones. Yeah. But if you but if you couldn't, you know, if you lived so far out of, you know, away from civilization that you can't get a cell phone signal, thank you put in a fucking landline you know i don't i don't care if it's your vacation home if you if you if you don't want it you know people to be able to reach you then turn the ringer off it none of it 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 is such a it is such a forced and phony you can't even call it a twist it's a contrivance yeah yeah that that you know these 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 college students are stuck out here with with no way to call for help or for anybody to get a hold of them yeah i doubt all five or six of them, however how many there were, you know, just went on this trip without telling anybody where they were going. And even then, I mean, you know, how long would it take for people to realize that they were missing? Well, that, that's in the cold open. The boyfriend, the the person who throws uh, his girlfriend's uh, bikini top away, she she gets at. And he just walks into a trailer, never to be heard from again. How are you going to take care of that fucking witness? Like, how did that work out? He didn't kill both of these people. Did you set that guy up for murder charges? Uh, it just doesn't. Like, why not have both of them eaten? It just doesn't. This is a it, it is a completely unsustainable scheme that the, yeah. that these that these people have going on. They apparently think it's going to make them millions <laughs> from a streaming channel. Yeah, this, and they're gonna they're gonna split them between Sheriff Donald Logue, you know, the evil ex boyfriend, you know, his hick partner, and this other guy. Yeah, the that guy they managed who fills to people in the bathroom. He's the, yeah, uh, he's the, the fourth the, can, can, uh, that they that they also managed to talk into this scheme because it's a shark eating based economy now. This is the only way you can make money in this world. And it's just like, oh my god, all you had to do was have sharks eating people. You 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 didn't have to I mean even Jaws, when you divorce it from the book, which has a lot of oh, bu- bullshit yeah. about the mafia getting involved and <laughs> and, and uh, Chief Brody's wife having an affair with Matt Hooper in one of the most awful literary sex scenes ever written. Perhaps the worst yeah, it is sex scene of all time. Unbelievable. But the you the, the plot of Jaws it's pretty simple. Yeah. You know, a shark attacks a beachside town. You, know, the sheriff and, you know, you, a, a fisherman and a 
and a marine biologist have to go out and catch it and kill it. That's it. That's all you had to do. And that movie is a masterpiece. Yeah. They could have just gone with the structure of that and no one would have cared. No, and instead you had to come up with this absolutely stupid twist <laughs> where where the, the the you know the you know the sharks are attacking people on command more or less. You might as well have had fucking Austin Powers with sharks with laser beams on their heads. <laughs> that's that's how stupid this is. But 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 here it's played completely straight. Oh yeah, of course. But it yeah, is she, sharks she, with laser beams because they have cameras attached to their bellies. You know, sharks eating people. That's that's a pop people people want to see that. Why don't we have at least one scene in which we watch them hoist a shark somehow magically out of the water and start attaching a a camera to its belly, a la putting a, a trailer hitch on your truck? Also, I mean, are these hillbillies traveling the world to find these sharks? Because, I mean, great whites are usually found in Australia. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the East Coast thing, too. They, yeah, but not not in, Louis, not in Louisiana. Not, no, no. That's, not, that, not, those are much warmer waters than a great white generally enjoys. And that's why, you know, I, I, you know, either if you put a great white shark in that environment, either it's going to eat every other shark or it's going to go belly up in days. <laughs> Because as it turns out, you can't just drop a fish in any kind of water and it will sustain itself. Yeah. No, there's a natural habitat that seems to have gone, oh, we've added 45 sharks to this? Eh, we'll be fine. Yeah, the explanation is, oh, well, it's a saltwater lake. Oh, is it? Okay, well, that explains everything. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) You know, thank God we're ending this on on a high note. This, yeah. uh, this this month because this would be an absolutely bummer way to end it. Well, I think I have a way to make it uh, end in a much better fashion. And that was when this movie was released in theaters after the credits, um, there was an after credit, uh, I wouldn't even call it scene. It was a music video and it was a plot rap by star Dustin Milligan. <laughs> Who again is, is lovable Ted from Shit's Creek. Yeah, could not have turned into, I mean, all the same ticks kind of apply here. It's just, you, if you, it really t- tells you the, how people can rise to the occasion of material. Yeah. He, he's definitely playing a similar character in which they are, you know, sheepish and ignorant about how incredibly handsome they are. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, it could be, could be annoying at times. And, and it's very annoying here <laughs> in, 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 in Schitt's Creek is kind of charming. <laughs> yes. Everything is charming about Schitt's Creek. Once you get past episode three. Yes. Um, so uh, I just wanted to read some sample lyrics from Shark Bite. <laughs> Shark, listen to me. When I'm standing in that lake all alone, staring at my arm, fantasies they come through my mind, and I finally and I finally realize I hate your butt. <laughs> shark Bite. He hates <laughs> Shark Bite. Now, well, yeah. Ho- Hoops Among Us does not. Hold on. I've got one more lyric for you. Wear glasses to see this wicked redemption. Kick shark ass in three freaking dimensions. Mess with my crew and bam, you're dead. Just like this mother shark and hammerhead. Jam on bread, peanut butter on toast. I eat a hearty breakfast and I make shark ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Poetry. Poetry. No, I was thinking um, because of the, the 
you know, the, the, the Shit's Creek connection that yes. uh, I, I forgot that it did occur that I, at one point in the movie, I, I, I thought that uh, Joshua Leonard's character, the, the, the evil, the evil boyfriend's mm-hmm. redneck companion mm-hmm. sort of like was like a, like an evil rolling shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could sort of, I could kind of sort of see rolling shit getting into a, a, a scheme to film. Oh, no. He would shark be all attacks. up in this. No, he, he would be <laughs> right in there. One hundred percent. That is the most dead-on call of this entire hour. We've been talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, if you if you cast Chris Elliott as, as this guy, if Red was his name. Yes. I, I actually, it might have moved the movie up from a a a one star to one and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> The that half star means shirt would be would be completely for chris elliott <laughs> it makes sense um i would probably choose your own death venture but everyone dies by shark fight <laughs> it's like so. at by a you want to get at by a shark at by a shark or at by a shark no no uh uh red gets a a hunting knife to the chest oh that's true yes that is absolutely true but you know, and, then, we, and then presumably he gets hit by a shark. <laughs> With hope. <laughs> but we're not given the satisfaction of seeing that, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, it's I mean, I guess you could I guess we could choose like what's under what circumstances we want to be at by a shark. I guess. I mean, I'm going for the water ski. I'm going for that flying swallow. Uh, oh, the jet ski? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that was the, that's also the silliest looking one, so that that's always fun. Yeah. Um you know, I would say Maya's death, she, you know, seems to go pretty quickly. So, uh, you know, I think just gets gobbled up, which, which yeah. is, all, which, which is all right. I, I, I guess I'll take that. Okay. That's what, that's how it works, folks. Um, where can people find you on these here internets, Gina? I write about movies and television at the school.net and you can find me on Twitter under porcelain seven two. Do it today. People check it out. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all those places. Please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts that helps us be seen and heard by more people next week. Animal attacks. April wraps up and boy, are we going to take a big chunk out of it with this one? We're talking uh, crawl a truly successful animal attacks movie um, markedly improving over I this mean, one wow over all over all the ones all over all the ones yes well, i knew we had to have one movie that is an actual premiere example of it and we were you know you know it has to be, you know we should do something like crawl like crawl like crawl i'm like fuck it let's do crawl <laughs> Yes, it'll probably be one of those episodes where like, this is great. This is great. This is great. (laughs) But what are you going to do? But it's worth talking about. And I I think it's really fucking fun. It's a really fucking fun movie. My kid keeps asking. He keeps playing around with, can I watch, you know, tell me about crawl. Tell me about crawl. Tell me about crawl. And we've told him basically the entire movie. And uh, we said, you know, we're doing it for the show. So if you want to watch it with us, you can. And he's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. I'm good. Want to watch that. I'm good, Dad. Thanks. Yeah, you can describe it to me in great detail, but I do not want to see it with my eyes. So uh, you should uh, watch Crawl in anticipation because next week will be super fun. So uh, don't worry, Body Count will continue for myself and for Gina. Bye, everybody. Bye.